It's the Alien Conspiracy Podcast. We are your hosts, Agent ETA and... Agent Anderson. Come along for this week's episode, The Denver Airport. You can follow the show on Twitter at AlienConPod. We also have an email address, AlienConPod at ProtonMail.com. We would love to hear from you. All right, this week's episode, The Denver Airport. This is a fun and super creepy one. Um, It's kind of weird, though. Unlike most of our stuff, there's really no linear kind of thing here. So we're just going to kind of riff on stuff, I suppose. What do you want to start with there, Agent uh, ETA? Yeah, well, we'll just, I guess we'll just uh, talk about a bunch of stuff that comes up, you know. Um, I guess we'll, we'll start with the, the, the basic information about the airport itself. Uh, the airport opened up in 1995 on February 28th. And uh, the original date that it was supposed to open up was actually October 29th in 1993. But because there was a bunch of delays in, in the building process and supposedly like there was some poor planning and, you know, uh, misappropriation of funds or something like that. But yeah, it's it opened up in 1995 instead of 1993, and it replaced the uh, Stapleton Airport that was closer to uh, to downtown area in Denver. There, uh, it was a much smaller airport. And um, well, first of all, the the Denver International Airport is huge. It, it's it's one of the biggest airports in the world, from what I understand. Yeah, it it, co- it covers uh, 33,531 acres, and that's just over 52 square miles. That's a, I mean, that's a gigantic area. It, Huge. It seems out of proportion with what you would need for that airport. And like you mentioned earlier, it was, uh, they built it to update the previous airport. And a lot of people say that the old airport didn't need to be updated. From what I could find, that's not actually true. The old airport had a lot of problems, particularly when there was bad weather. So they kind of did need uh, some sort of update. But what they did is they built the largest airport in the United States. And I think there's only one or two in the entire world that's larger out in the middle of nowhere. It's a much, much farther drive from the city than the old airport. And there doesn't really seem to be any justification for why it would be so big and so remote. Well, besides the sheer the sheer size of it, from from what I understand, the reason why basically they put it as far out as they did is because of how big the the project ended up ended up becoming, you know. Yeah, but that's where we start in with our first conspiracies is the size of it. So do you, let's jump in. I guess the first conspiracy is that this is built as some sort of bunker or facility, either for the government or for the rich elite, to uh, so they can hide out there when they enact whatever nefarious plans, or maybe if there's some sort of you know meteor disaster like you see in the movies, I guess. Uh, and one thing that's kind of curious is I've, I had uh, I had the number, I lost it, but they removed a significant amount of like soil and dirt, way more than you would expect for something for an airport like this. And there there's um, a lot of weird stuff with the spending. So they the airport went over budget by um, let me see if I can find that number by. Uh, well, it was originally supposed to be something like two billion dollars. And it went yeah. like double that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think uh, it, it was supposed to be the original cost was supposed to be uh, $4.8 billion, I think. And then it went over $2 billion over budget over that, I believe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. There. I just found it. Yeah. And uh, it's it would be equivalent to $8.1 billion today. And that's uh, that's kind of a lot of money for, for an airport, it seems like. I don't know. No. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know how much airports, how much they cost, but... That's a whole heap of freaking money right there. Yeah, and they had that that automated luggage system that was a big boondoggle. They spent a lot of money on it, and it ended up not working. And from from what I look, I looked into that, and I came to one of two conclusions: either they're hiding the construction of a bunker using that budget, which uh, if if you're talking about how much it would cost to build an underground bunker, I imagine you could do it for a couple billion dollars. Or it's just a, a straight up embezzlement or, um, you know, $800 toilet seat kind of a deal where they're just using it to to scrape in money and get rich. Um, I think that's probably the more likely of the two, but it seems plausible to me that they could have used that money to uh, to build some sort of nefarious bunker there. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's kind of one of the things that really while looking into this case, one of the things that really struck me was the amount of effort that has been taken in uh, misinformation is one of the things I would call it, but 
effort into explaining away, legitimizing, you know, you know, the, the fact, you know, from this perspective that there's nothing going on here. You know, this is a, you know, it's a normal airport that, you know, it, the, the large area underneath the airport, I, I've heard it explained before um, to reporters and stuff, uh, you know, while giving interviews, you know, officials from the, uh, the airport were giving inter- interviews. There's a bunch of them on the internet you can find. Um, and they'll say, you know, the reason why the, the area under the airport is so large is because of our, you know, original baggage uh, system. It was supposed to be, you know, experimental, this new, you know, high tech, high speed thing. But all it ended up doing was, you know, launching baggage off of the uh, conveyor belt or whatever. Yeah, there was <laughs> supposedly that from what I heard. There was a famous test they did on TV or something, and it ended up just completely not working. And you got to think if they're spending that much money, how is it possible that the dang thing didn't work? Unless, of course, they spent the money on something else and only put a few bucks into this baggage system. Um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and, and to, to go back to what I was saying, too, that, that misinformation or, uh, you know, um, a covering of the trail, I guess, or, you know, to uh, uh, explaining things away in, in, a, in a manner that makes people look off to a different direction or, or delegitimizes the conspiracy theories, what have you. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially when we're talking about the murals and the, uh, the statues and stuff. We'll, we'll get to all that stuff later. You know, um, I, I, one of the things that you hear, one of the, the, the theories that you hear about this place is that it, it had multiple buildings that were five levels or five multiple level buildings, multiple story, story buildings under the airport. I, I you know, I've heard both uh, explanations that it was, you know, uh, either or type of structure, but I mean, it, it's what I'm wondering, because when, when you're going through this, did you find out where that information came from? Like where that was originally like released? Cause I couldn't, I couldn't get a beat on it. I mean, I, yeah. I heard all sorts of different, you know, theories and opinions and people talk about it and, and people write about it on blogs and stuff, but I, I couldn't find where the heck that information came from. Yeah. That's, that's, that's where I was. That's what I was trying to find. You know, that's the hard thing about this one is it's very difficult to find good sources. And I ran into the exact same problem you did. There's a whole lot of speculation, but it's really hard to find those good sources. And it's kind of makes the case a little more fun because there are some really, really bizarre things, which, like you said, we'll get to in a moment. But you just sort of have to speculate. And sometimes that's fun. Sometimes it's fun to just kind of, you know, shoot the crap and speculate about what if, even if you don't have solid proof to back it up. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, there, there's so much damn stuff going around uh, surrounding this this airport. And like I said, uh, to to regurgitate what I had just brought up earlier, one of the, the tactics that um, I see used time and time again, and there's even, uh, you know, uh, I think once a month or once a year, one month, they have like a conspiracy festival or some shit like that at the uh, at the airport. <laughs> nice. And, and what do you think? What do you think they talk about? What, what do you think the, the, the thing that is brought up the most? Mm. Aliens. I hear I hear him talk about aliens and subterranean lizard people. Really? Huh. Throughout most of my research of this case, I mean, I don't there's not very many theories that I hear p- people talk about. When people are, are are, you know, genuinely talking about the theories surrounding this place and, and trying to actually find out something and they're really interested, you know, um they're not talking about that. You know, I I don't hear anybody talking about subterranean lizard people or aliens. I've heard a couple little things here, but to me that seems to be uh, something that's being used for misinformation, you know what I mean? To, yeah. to, to muddy up the waters, to bring illegitimacy to the, the uh, conspiracy theories. Didn't we do an episode about that sort of thing recently or, you know, like three? Yes, <laughs> sure did. Yes, but, sir. Yeah. It's, it's funny how that, that slideshow, I'm starting to see that stuff in a lot of places, those tactics. And the, <laughs> the crazy thing is, is when you see it, you're like, dude, this is totally what we were looking at in the slideshow. But then you you think mm-hmm. to yourself, Maybe not, though. I could just be imagining it. Are they really doing that? Uh, it's it's such a whole. Anyways, we won't go back onto that tangent because that'll be yeah. <laughs> a little far yeah, afield. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, um, so I guess uh, one of the next things uh, I would like to talk about talk about is the dedication stone. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, um, the dedication oh, stone. I mean, well, just actually, um, what's up? I, I remembered I was going to say something um, about the aliens. I saw that the, oh, okay. the staff people will sometimes put on alien costumes and kind of goof around and stuff. But yeah. I just wanted to put my opinion out there before we move on that I've seen zero evidence that aliens have anything to do with this whole thing. Just just wanted to throw yeah. that out there before we moved on. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, like, I was, like I was saying, I haven't heard anybody talk about that really. Yeah. No, no legitimate uh, talk about it. And that also kind of reminds me of a tactic that was used um, in the uh, Phoenix Triangle 
uh, sighting. Yes. Oh, you remember, you remember hardcore, when, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's th- this thing has been this type of tactic. Ta- tactic, excuse me, yeah. has been used before and, and, you know, not just once has been used time and time again, you know, to delegitimize what, what's going on, I guess you could say to, to make everybody just think about tinfoil hats, I guess. Yeah. You know? Well, like with the, with the, um, Phoenix lights one, they had, they got one kid who was looking through his telescopes and said that he saw airplanes. And because one witness said they saw airplanes through a telescope, the other thousands of witnesses that saw very strange things that were pretty clearly not a group of airplanes. Now mm-hmm. all of that witness testimony becomes invalid. It's yeah. Like you're saying. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, it makes sense to me. I'm okay with it, but the, uh, the, uh, the dedication stone though, um, I find to be, you know, a, a bit intriguing here. I'm going to, I'm going to pull up a picture. I had a, a picture. See, yeah, there we go. Um, so it's, uh, the, the first thing that anybody's going to, going to look at their eyes going to be drawn to the Masonic symbol. You know, the, the, it's, it's stamped right there in the, in the middle, well, kind of in the middle on the bottom of the uh, dedication stone. Mm-hmm. But, um, that's, you know, the first thing I, I looked at was that. So at the top of it, and it's a big, you know, uh, I think, I, I think it's granite, right? Big granite slab. Yeah. It looks like granite at the top. It says international or Denver international airport, uh, dedication capstone. Then, um, it says Wellington E Webb mayor, governor Roy R Romer. Secretary of Trans Transportation, I think it's uh, abbreviated. Uh, Federico, Federico, Federico. That's how you got Federico Pena. And then under that, in the very middle, it says the time capsule beneath this stone contains messages and memorabilia to the people of Colorado in 2094. Oh, okay, that's actually kind of. Cool. I actually, to be honest, uh, I really like uh, time capsules. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool if you oh. think about it. But why do they got a? It's just they got the um, the stone cutters on there, which everybody's going to jump on those guys. And it's hard to tell because they're kind of out in the open, so it's really mm-hmm. hard to tell if they're up to shenanigans or not. Because they got the, oh well, you can they have public days where you can go and say oh we let the public in, we give them tours and stuff mm-hmm. of our facilities or whatever. If you live near one, they usually have once a month you can just go in and look, which mm-hmm. I've been meaning to get around to because there's one down the street for me, but. It's kind of like that a hidden could, in plain sight kind of a kind thing. Of cool. You what? Well, I think that that could be pretty cool, actually. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I definitely want to do it. But it's kind of like a hidden in plain sight kind of a thing. Like, if if they're mm. open about what they're up to, no, we're just a group of guys that hang out and, you know, just party and stuff, I guess, or whatever they do yeah. in there. <laughs> hey, hey, don't worry about it. Forget about yeah. it. We're, we're a couple <laughs> good, uh, we're a group of couple good guys, you know? Yeah, so the underneath of where you stopped under the time capsule thing, it says dedication capstone laid by the most worshipful Prince Hall Grand Lodge F and A M of Colorado and jurisdiction, Claude W. Gray mm-hmm. Senior Grand Master, and mm-hmm. to the right of that, the most worshipful Grand Lodge of A and F and A and M of Colorado, Benjamin H. Bell Junior uh, Grand Master, and underneath of that, it has the date March 19, nineteen ninety four. And this is where a lot of people think it gets strange, myself included. Mm -hmm. The Mm -hmm. New World Airport Commission contributors, Martin uh, Marietta Aeronautics and Enterprises. Oh, wait, that's kind of cut off on my picture. Let me see if I can find a better picture. Enterprise. Can you see what it says down there? It looks kind of blurry to me. Well, it it says, all right, so uh, yeah, New World Order or New World Airport Commission contributors, Martin. um, Maheda, I'm not sure what, what it's. My mind's a little bit blurry too. Aeronautics, mm. and it, it looks like it says Fentress, uh, Bradburn Architects, Zimmerman Metals. Yes, yeah, I think that's what it says. Yeah, the picture I'm looking at, so it's a it's a bit uh, blurry at the bottom there. Yeah, it's could be could be higher resolution, I suppose. Yeah. So where this where this gets weird, obviously, is New World Order is something that a lot of people think of when they think of secret societies and the new world airport commission from what I could find, isn't a thing that actually exists. Mm -hmm. And even if it was, um, why would you name it that it's a, it's almost like you're trying to egg people on into believing conspiracies. If you name something new world, it's, Mm -hmm. you have to be, especially if you're involved with the gold masons or, or whatever, you have to be aware of that conspiracy. It's it's hard to believe that they aren't aware of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, they got to be. 
I mean, I don't see how you couldn't be, but yeah. So, so obviously anybody who is into, you know, Freemason, you know, history and, and conspiracies, what have you, this is going to be one of those things that stands out. And it's, it's very interesting because, you know, okay, so who, who really did build this airport and, and for, is there really bunkers or secret, you know, uh, facilities under, underneath, you know, it's, it's kind of one of the, one of those things that just makes you stop and think, you know, just, you know, because of who's involved. Yeah. There is one conspiracy that in the time capsule, they have some sort of virus or something like that. That's going to be released when they open the capsule, but oh. that's, I, I couldn't substantiate it with anything. It just seems completely made up to me. There's people posting yeah. about it, but there's zero evidence to back it up. I mean, maybe there could be, but it doesn't make sense to me because if they wanted to release some sort of pathogen, why would they put it in there for a hundred years? They would just release it when they wanted to release it, I guess. I don't know. doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't know about that one. That's, that seems a bit, a bit ridiculous to me. Yep. <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> mm -hmm. So the next thing I want to talk about uh, is a Blucifer. Yes. Good old blue <laughs> what, ball Blucifer. What a trip this freaking thing is. Holy crap. It, to me, it's like one of those things. It's like, they're just like right in your face with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, sure. Is it a beautiful statue? Well-made. Uh, yeah. It's a, looks like a pretty badass statue, but here, the thing is, it's a blue horse with red glowing freaking eyes, dude. It has yeah. red glowing eyes, dude. You see a picture of this thing <laughs> at night? Yeah. And it's it, as ominous as you can get, I think, you know, it, I, I do kind of agree with the uh, the theory or the opinion that it, it could represent the fourth horseman of the apocalypse, which yeah. represents death, right? Yeah. Well, here's here's the thing. So this is not like at the airport. It's in a field near the airport. It's very, very close. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. you see this as you drive up to the airport. And my initial yeah. thought was seeing a picture of this thing at night. A lot of people are at the very least nervous about flying, if not out and out terrified of it. So you're mm -hmm. driving up to the air airport. Let's say you're a little worried about your flight just because it's a normal thing to do. And you see this terrifying creature looming over you. And yeah, that's just going to ratchet up your anxiety about flying, even if it's only subconsciously. Yeah. <laughs> Why the fuck would you put something like this outside of the airport? It doesn't make any goddamn sense. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's definitely not, not something that's going to put you at ease. I, I mean, you'd have to be probably have a a warped sense of morals to be put at ease by that freaking statue. Yeah. Well, especially knowing, <laughs> knowing the history of it too. Yeah. The, the, the statue, the statue actually killed its, its uh, own artist. The guy that, uh, that made the thing, uh, his name was Luis Jimenez. A piece of the statue fell over on the fellow. I, I, from what I understand, I think it fell on his leg and severed an artery. I, I'm assuming, I, I, I don't know this for sure, but I'm assuming it's probably like the femoral artery artery. I think, right. Is that the one on the leg? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. If that if that sucker gets uh opened up, then yeah, you're pretty much well fucked. Yeah, which that that's such an interesting piece of uh, so um you know condolences to him and his family. I'm sure he's very much missed. But as far yeah, as just, I, I think his kids his kids are actually the one that finished the statue. From a conspiracy show standpoint, that's just like the perfect touch, isn't it? That, <laughs> that mm -hmm. I mean, it, it yeah. it's something you would see in a movie or something like a horror movie about a haunted statue. It's crazy. I know, right? If that's not bad luck, and then they still use the statue, you know? Yeah. Oh, and I just I just wanted to uh, mention, I think we forgot to mention how big this thing was. It's 32 feet tall, and it weighs about 9,000 pounds. And it's... <laughs> that's, a, that's a big bitch. That's a, yeah, that's a big, big... And this thing, I think it's made out of, uh, mostly out of like fiberglass or something. So just imagine how big that, or how heavy that would be if it was made out of stone or something like that. This 30, that's really, really big. There's not that many things, statues that you're going to see that are that huge. Why would you make it so big and imposing? It's like you said earlier that you thought it, maybe it's a beautiful thing because it's art or whatever. I'm not seeing any mm -hmm. beauty when I look at this thing. It's just completely terrifying to me. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's, it's, it's ominous. That's for damn sure. I kind of want to go there in person someday and take some lewd photographs of me next to it. <laughs> From what I from what I understand, I think they they have it like blocked off now. You can't like uh, you used to be able to just walk right up to it, but I don't I don't think you can anymore. Hmm. Have you seen? Have uh, you should Google if you don't haven't seen it. Google uh, Blucifer butthole. <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of fact, I, I did not, and it didn't come to mind either. But all right, 
Well, hey, I'm a degenerate. I, you know, <laughs> I freely admit it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just, I'm curious to see what you think about Lucifer's butthole is all. Oh, I'm sure it's there. If the uh, statue is, uh, you know, well detailed. I mean, there, there's, I mean, there, there, there's other statues too. You notice how I just segued there right there? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, no. There's, I want to, I want to talk about this butthole. <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> it's I'm uncomfortable. It's uh okay. We'll talk. We'll talk about the the PP a little bit. It's because oh? I mean oh, yeah. I, normally I don't like talking about PPs, but the thing is, one just added little thing on this statue is it actually does have um, a big blue veiny cock just hanging on out there. Like why? We got families coming to this airport, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the 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 whole like like undercarriage of the horse, the whole belly has like like red veins like coming up through it you know it's yeah. kind of weird like it's infected or something oh time capsule <laughs> subject change <laughs> like all right dude i don't want to talk about big blue dicks anymore all right no that's cool all right all right let's move on <laughs> but anybody listening if you're interested in uh big blue dicks you should definitely google this one because it's a uh it's a handful i'll tell you what well, yeah, I mean, so so a good segue from from the you know the fourth horseman of the apocalypse, death, would also be a statue of Anubis that they had there. I think they still have. I'm not sure. I know that they've they've changed, uh, they've decommissioned some of the artwork that uh, they started out with, and they replaced it with other stuff. I think possibly because of how much like conspiracies are going around and how much people are talking about just how ridiculous some some of the artwork and some of the the, mur- the murals were, you know? Or maybe people were complaining about how terrifying these mur- murals were and they're saying, "Hey, we want to be, be that. we want to be happy and comfortable here. We don't want to fear for our lives." <laughs> yeah, it could it could be that too. But but yeah, they they uh, they had a, a statue of uh, Anubis, the Egyptian god of death. Hmm. You know, that's a a, a bit ominous too. I mean, I, I think most people walking by that won't really a lot of people probably don't know that Anubis, or they probably won't even know that it is Anubis. They just know oh, that looks like an Egyptian god. That's kind of cool, whatever. But yeah, no, it's 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 uh, there, there's a there's a whole theme, you know, with with a lot of these uh this artwork, whether it be a statue or a mural. I mean, there's a there's some there's a theme going on there. I mean, there's the, the gargoyles that are uh, uh, jumping out of briefcases. I think there was two of them. Yeah. Well, so one thing that strikes me about this Anubis statue, a lot of this stuff you could explain away. So, for example, the blue horse, you could say maybe it's uh, because of the Denver Broncos or maybe it's sort of like a open plains, wild west kind of a theme because the airport itself kind of looks like mountains or like teepees for Native Americans. I think they wanted to dedicate part of this airport to Native Americans. So you can explain away a lot of that stuff. But when you put Anubis in there, it's so far out of context. You're just kind of for me, I'm just kind of like, all right, come on. You know, it's a bit much, guys. Yeah. One of these things is not like the other. Yeah, it's just, and there's things like that where is it? It's easy to dismiss, but you're like, dude, there's no reason to have Anubis there. That for me, that kind of makes it. Even if there's no conspiracies here, it's pretty obvious to me that we're being fucked with at the very least. (laughs) Oh, oh, they they do just just for the the plain fact that they because they've kind of embraced this this conspiracy thing in, in a weird way, but. You know, they've embraced it, which is kind of different from most, you know, government, you know, structures or whatever, or entities, you know, they're not really going to embrace shit like this. They're kind of just going to give the silent treatment, you know what I mean? Or or just deny it away. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, Once, once a year, and I forget which month it is, you can look it up. I mean, you can, um, you know, go there for a conspiracy festival and they they have like on, on uh, display, they have like a fake, like a stone alien skull. Of course they they go heavy on the aliens, heavy Uh on the aliens, you know, Hmm. uh, uh, for obvious reasons, like we already talked about. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's weird the way that they've embraced it, but they've embraced it in a way where, like I said, that it, it delegitimizes, um, any kind of conspiracies. Cause they're just, I mean, even if you, I would imagine like, say, you know, if you talk to somebody involved in that, you know, that's going to deny this shit or, or, uh, talk about aliens every, anytime you bring up any kind of conspiracy relating to the airport, you're going to say like, just for instance, all right. So, um, if you ask somebody, Hey, wh- why are the runways shaped like a swastika? They're going to be like, oh, so you like aliens, huh? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that would be their, that would probably be their, their answer, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, we, we haven't, we haven't mentioned that yet, but the, the runways do some somewhat resemble a swastika. And funny note, funny note, I actually went on the uh, Denver International Airport's uh, website uh-huh. to look at like their map, their maps and stuff that they have available. It will not let you zoom out enough to see 
like the the full runways and stuff and, and actually kind of look at like a, what could be possibly a swastika because it's similar i could see it in there i guess you know it's not i can see what people are talking about for sure it's not a perfect swastika so I, whether no, or not no. it was intentional it, it could be easy to dismiss and yeah it's uh as a symbol of um if they're trying to make it sort of like a nazi kind of symbolism it doesn't really fit mm-hmm. into other things in the airport except if no. you're going well, with the death theme yeah, yeah. Well, and some of the murals kind of have like like the, there's that one mural that has that soldier holding a uh, you know it looks kind of like an AK-47 slash yeah. you know AR uh, some kind of sort of a rifle and then the the uniform that the guy's wearing he's also wearing a gas mask. You could kind of say it's Nazi esque or maybe even like you know um, I, 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 it could be an old Russian uniform, some kind of a communist uniform, maybe even like an older Chinese military uniform or something. But it's not like straight up like a Nazi uniform. Yeah. But I could see how it could be, you know, misconstrued or, or, you know, explained away. Yeah. That way. Well there, yeah, there's a lot to unpack on these murals. Do you want to get to that? Or do you, did you have more to say about like the gargoyles or other stuff? Ah, shit. Why not? I mean, everybody can look on like Google images and just do a quick search for, uh, you know, Denver international airport art or murals or statues, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and, and you'll see there, there's plenty of pictures available. You, you'll see what we're talking about here. Uh, and there, there's, there's uh, some weird shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's interesting, man. I mean, we might as well get to the more, the, the murals. I mean, that's, that's kind of the meat and potatoes of, of the artwork. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's where the, the weirdest shit is going on, you know? Yeah. All so right. which, which one do you want to talk about first here? Cause, uh, I know there's at least, I have like a bunch of, uh, windows already open on, uh, images here and, and I, I got a bunch of them pulled up already. Yeah. I'm trying to find a higher res version of them. Cause there's some details on there and also, yeah, there is, yeah. they're supposed to be in a particular order. Like as if they're telling a story kind of, yeah. I don't know if you have the correct order of those. I do not. Yeah. I, I was not. just. See, these th- I didn't think of looking this up ahead of time on the show, so may- maybe edit this out. Let's see. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. All right, so I found a link with the paint with the paintings of the murals in order. Mm-hmm. Um, would you like that link, or it it's got pretty good resolutions on the picture, so you can zoom in a bit. Yeah, yeah. Can you email uh, to the the um, the Gmail there? Let's see. I th- I should be able to just send it through Skype. Actually, that might be the easiest thing. Did that. Uh, yeah, I see him pop up. All right, sweet. Opening up meow. <laughs> Did you just say uh, meow? Yeah, sure. Meow. How DIA's murals feed conspiracy theorists? Yeah, and I didn't read the article, but it's got pretty good quality pictures, and they're in order. There's two murals, I suppose, with different panels. Mm-hmm. The first mur- mural oh, you can z- is you called can zoom in on them and stuff too. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, because a lot of the Google images, they're really low resolution. It's hard to see what's what. But Mm -hmm. the first mural is called In Peace and Harmony with Nature. Which one? uh, Is that the one with the the burning trees in the background there? Yeah, this is... uh, Okay. This is a completely bizarre picture. (laughs) We got... So let's start, uh, I guess, in the background. Like you mentioned, there's um, apparently a forest on fire. And in the center, you have a bunch of children who look kind of terrified the one in the middle looks like they might be bleeding from their forehead a little bit. It's kind of hard to tell. Uh, I think that's like a bandana or something like that wrapped around their head or some kind of a headdress of some sort. But do you see next to their left eye there how it's got like a little red thing coming down? I I do, but it, to me that kind of looks like a shadow or something. Oh, okay. It could be. Yeah, it could be. Um, now, underneath of them, there appears to be uh, a funeral with bodies in coffins and... Mm-hmm. Uh, Above the few, it looks like sort of like a ritual altar kind of a thing with like a dead leopard laying on top of the coffin. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like a snow leopard. Yeah. And, and then to the left, there's this horrific scene with this whale. It looks like a blue whale. It's just lying on the beach, bleeding all over the place. There's uh well, why don't, why don't you pick up from here? I don't want to take all the fun. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there's there's some there's a bunch of shit going on in this damn mural, dude. I don't like so, it. So yeah, in, in the very <laughs> middle of it, there there's a snow leopard lying on its side, it very much so looks dead, and then behind it, the the force is burning. Um, above the people that are depicted on this mural, there's like a uh, 
it kind of looks like a parrot of some sort flying and it's it's within like a, a what looks like a clear box or something like that and, and a lot of these people that are in this uh, mural are, are holding like clear boxes with animals inside of them like one woman uh, the woman with the red uh, shirt um, looks like she's holding a penguin inside of this like uh, it looks like maybe a glass box yeah like a museum then, case or something and she doesn't look happy about it either no no she doesn't uh, I'm thinking that this like you know refers to how, how horrible some animals have been treated and you know how a lot of them have been killed and unneed uh, you know unneed or needlessly <laughs> yeah unneedlessly sorry my brain was farting a little bit there so um you see uh, another fellow off to the right holding a uh, bird in a glass box and you see like a little kid holding a squirrel in his hands like oh you know don't worry squirrel i got you and then yeah there's three graves right that um I don't. I can't tell what the people are holding. It looks like there's a a young Bavarian boy off to the right. Yeah. Um. It kind of looks like that's what it is. I think. And then the the woman in the middle. I mean, would you say that's like a Native American or something? Maybe or. So the Native American lady in the middle here is kind of. That's one of the strangest parts of this mural. It looks like she's holding maybe a little doll with a Native American feather headdress kind of a thing, and yeah, yeah, some vegetables in there or something. Uh, but yeah, it could be some corn or something. The, and it looks like she has like a shawl or something with a, I don't know what you would call it, but it's got like a print pattern that you'd see on Native American clothing. But the strangest thing for me is the halo around her head. That's, yeah. that's something you would normally only see. Well, not normally only see, but to me, it looks like the style you'd see out of like a Christian painting with the Madonna mm -hmm. or even Jesus, where you have that halo around their head. But it's also mm -hmm. kind of looks like a feather headdress draped around her as well that's kind of lit up which is i i don't know what to make i have no idea what that means but it's really really weird to me yeah i mean and there's 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 still more stuff in this painting too you know i mean it's yeah there, there's a uh looks like a bison off to the right over there that's like been mounted on a board that or the head of a bison yeah and then under the uh, bison there's it looks kind of like bones or maybe like a i'm thinking those are giant like rib cage i don't know elephant tusks maybe yeah oh yeah maybe okay good yeah that's i think you're right uh, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. And, but I mean, I mean, we can't, I don't know. It was, there's so many little details to fall in on, on all these murals. I mean, well, and one thing, been, one thing I want to point out too, is the way it's, it's very bright. The colors are really bright. So if, yes, you, they are. if you saw it out of the corner of your eye, you would think it would be a very cheerful painting because of how bright the colors are. But then when you look at the content of the painting, it's just absolutely horrific. And by the way, we skipped the little uh, child. It looks like a child to the left as well in a coffin or an open casket. Oh yeah. Um, I'm not sure it's, it looks like uh, maybe from Africa. It looks like it has a little drum and some flowers and uh, yeah, like a zebra be. skin draped around them. Um, mm -hmm. Not really sure what to make about that. Oh, the one to the right. Does it look like, is that a flag or uh, that's kind of draped on the sides? I'm not sure. Uh, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Well, anyways, yeah. You want to move on to the next one? I, I, I zoomed out. I'm trying to zoom back in. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the heck that is. Yeah, let's move on to the next one because we could spend. I mean, shit, you could probably do like a little uh, mini podcast about each one of these murals. I, I wouldn't be surprised if people have. Oh yeah, just get get somebody who knows about art and what all the symbolism is, and just interpret the heck out of it. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. So the next one kind of reminds me of the um, "It's a Small World" right at uh, Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> so this <laughs> this is the second section of the same mural, apparently. Okay. So I guess there's two murals and they have multiple sections each from that's what my sources are telling me, but they're probably unreliable. <laughs> okay. Well, you see some similarities that there's a, uh, that, that same bird that was kind of, uh, up in center in that, um, previous moral mural, moral, the, pu <laughs> Frank <Murr>. the previous <laughs> Frank Murr. Yeah. There's a couple of different, uh, similarities, but this one has a bunch of different people. It looks like from all different multitudes of, of cultures and, all over the world and stuff you, you see uh they're all kind of uh grouped up and laughing and dancing it looks like you know uh they don't look uh, they look pretty happy you know in, yeah. the, in the very middle i mean what do you think that is in the in the middle i mean it looks like a, like a flower of some sort i mean it's it's well a lot of the people appear to be directing their attention towards that thing yeah and it's glowing to me it looks like they're doing some sort of like shamanistic ritual or like some kind of magic thing i don't know i mean maybe Could i'm be. reading too much into it 
Yeah, I mean, what, what maybe that's a, a representation of like a ayahuasca or something? Is that what you're saying? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it just it looks like they're <laughs> it looks like they're up to some kind of ritual, and I'm not really sure what that would be. But maybe it's like a representation of the tree of life, but maybe it's like the flower of life. Um, Could be. I yeah I I do not know. Yeah, and then there's a bunch of animals all over the place and stuff, and then in the background there's uh, depictions of different you know different biomes and stuff. Like it looks like a forest, desert off to the right in the middle, very middle, like a mountainous region, I guess. Uh, has like a snow leopard there again, but this time it's alive. Yeah, a lot of the animals we saw in the other one, probably all of them, if we were going to go through it, mm-hmm. they're all alive in this one. So it's, you could read into that. Maybe it has something to do with like a resurrection kind of a thing, or uh, I don't know, but maybe that's reading too much into it. Maybe it's saying, all it's saying is this is what we're doing. And the first, the first mural is saying, this is where we're at. And this mural is saying, this is where we need to get. But mm-hmm. it, it's, uh, it's kind of strange. So if you zoom in on the plant in the middle, I clicked on the picture and you can zoom in pretty good on this. Um, okay. You see like, a, looks like a kind of like a little dove in the middle of that, that white part. Mm. It, it's not exactly, but it does look like a bird of some kind in the middle. And it's kind of like peace and symbolism and stuff. Oh, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see it now. And. Okay. It's, uh, I mean, this is a complete contrast to the first mural. And, uh, I guess, I guess the easy, the easy interpretation would be that that's all they're saying. They're saying that this is where the world's at and this is where the world needs to be, you know, love, peace, and understanding. Everybody's happy. It's a small world kind of stuff, I guess. I'm not seeing as much um, creepy symbolism or anything in this particular one. Yeah, that this one seems to be pretty positive. I mean, yeah. it doesn't make me want to freaking uh, shit myself, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and the only thing, <laughs> the only thing, like I said, is it to me it looks like there's some sort of uh, occult or magic or something ritual going on here in the middle with this magic plant that they're all trying to touch. But um, yeah, I guess yeah, it's sort of you have to read into it though. It's not necessarily obvious. Yeah, so you want to move on to the next one? The next one is probably probably most people's favorite. This yeah. is the, the the mural that I hear people talk about the most. Yes, for sure. By, by far. Yes, by far. Let's move on to this one. As a matter of fact, we've already uh, touched on it. We, we talked about it a little bit before. Yeah. So you, you were describing the guy in the middle is looking sort of like a, a Nazi stormtrooper. But mm-hmm. uh, to me, he actually looks more of like an Arab soldier. He's holding... Uh, hmm. That sword that he's holding is kind of like a scimitar style sword, which if you've seen the um, the Robin Hood movie with uh, what's what's the Dances with Wolves guy, Kevin Costner. Yeah, he did a Robin Hood movie, right? Yeah, I mean that, that was a good movie, you know, I suppose. But Robin Hood Men in Tights is where it's at for me. Oh yeah, for sure. But his his you know sidekick, I mean? who was played by um, oh, what was his name? Dave Chappelle. Yes, I'm Dave sorry, Chappelle. That Robin, no, that, that's racist. Robin. You can't say that. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> what? No, he was in Robin Hood, Robin Hood and Men in Tights. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, man, he was good in that movie, too. Yeah, dude. No, no, his, um, what's that? That guy who played God in, in that one movie, I think, wasn't it? Uh, Morgan Freeman. Yes, Morgan Freeman. I mean, I have Google in front of me. I could just look it up, but it, whatever. <laughs> well, I seem, I seem to be doing all right. Yeah. <laughs> You're knocking him out of the park, dude. So far, so far, I'm doing good. Anyways, in that movie, his sidekick uses a scimitar and it's like a Middle Eastern kind of a sword. I don't know why I linked mm-hmm. it to that movie. Maybe because that might be where a lot of people have seen this sword before, but it's mm-hmm. like a, like a Middle Eastern kind of stylized sword, not a Western one. And if you look at his, his shoulder pads or whatever, he's got like those tassels that, um, I, I don't know for sure, but I seem to remember Middle Eastern military uniforms having that sort of a thing, particularly on the generals. So, uh, but, but it's it, that's a European thing too, though. I mean, it's it's and also I think one of the reasons as well uh, that some people kind of relate this to like a German type uniform is you have like some sort of an eagle or hawk or some something like that right above the brim on his hat, right. So I mean that that's a symbol that well that that symbol has been used in many different governments and societies, I guess. It's not just a uh, European thing, but it, it was held, I mean, it was used pretty heavily in Europe. Maybe it's just supposed to be a generic bad guy that takes elements from different uh, bad guys that we usually, um, well, let me, let me start that again. but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Maybe this soldier is just supposed to be a generic bad guy and they're taking elements from, let's say, Middle East or from Nazis or um, I guess soldiers or nations that are generally portrayed in a negative light. And it's sort of mm. caricaturing that and mixing them together, I guess. 
I don't know. Yeah, definitely, definitely could be. Yeah. But I mean, there, there's and there's some there's some shit surrounding him as well for sure. Oh yeah. So yeah. the 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 dude has a rainbow, you know, stretching across the sky there above him, you know, behind him, mm-hmm. and then it's kind of uh, kind of whisking around him, around the uh, gun, and then it goes back over to uh, below. What well, are well? First of all, let me, let me first touch on his sword. Looks to be piercing. Uh, well, the asshole of a white dove. Yeah. <laughs> to, to be crude about it, it kind of looks like he's he's stabbing a dove in the butthole, dude. It, the dove looks like he might be enjoying it a little bit. Just saying. Uh, yeah, that is paralyzed and not able to react. <laughs> That's possible too, I think. But <laughs> but so just to the left of his sword, it looks like uh, what could be people sleeping in rubble or maybe, the, maybe they're, I mean, it looks like a couple kids or you know, babies, maybe even uh, bundled up in, in blankets, I guess. And then, then like an older kid with like a, a teddy bear uh, clenched in her arms. It looks like a female, I think. Yeah. It looks um, like they're sleeping on bricks to me. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like rubble or something. Cause off to the right also is like a bunch of like, you know, uh, destroyed buildings and stuff. Look like a, look like buildings that were left over after, you know, like World War II that were, you know, carpet bombed. Yeah. You know, and then to the left of those, those uh, poor looking kids sleeping on rubble, is uh, a mother like crying in her hands, like with her her head down, holding what looks to be a dead baby, mm-hmm. and it looks like she's part of a long caravan that's kind of stretching out uh, backwards towards towards the uh, you know behind the soldier there and the uh, the mural. Yeah, I mean, it, and it, it curves around as if they're all headed in the same direction, and they all yeah. seem to be sort of traveling away from the viewer. And it, are they all lining up to be? murdered or are they fleeing something like you don't i don't get the impression that they're moving quickly they're just all sort of you know it looks like some of them may be carrying other dead people and it it gets really small real quick so it's hard to see the details but it's not a good scene dude and compared to some of the other murals there's not as much detail on this one. Like the horizon isn't packed full of dead animals or anything it's just it's like yeah there's there's not as much going on yeah yeah, and to me, there's the, that that uh, that caravan of people kind of like, to me, it reminds me of like you know people you know leaving or fleeing a, a war torn country or something like that. You know what I mean? Right. I mean that's kind of the feeling that I get from it. Yeah, and what do you? So maybe the the rainbow comes from the top left of the picture, circles around the soldier in the middle, and kind of circles below him. And as it approaches him, it fades out, and then when it circles around him, it becomes sort of like a wispy, ghosty kind of, uh, I don't know what, what you would call that kind of stream or, or banner, and it no longer has mm-hmm. a rainbow. And I guess you can interpret Almost that. Almost like a trail of smoke or something. Yeah. I guess you can interpret that as like he's death and he's killing all the all the light in the world. Um, and once mm-hmm. again, we have a symbolism of death at this airport, which, you know, make of it what you will, I suppose. But yeah, yeah. Th- that's mostly well, it at this mural. But you know, were you going to say something, ETA? Well, but there is there there is that that little note at the bottom right. Yes. Of the uh, mural, so it looks like a little letter that that it's like sitting, kind of just sitting there at the very bottom right. And um, I'm looking at a picture of that that's been like enhanced and uh, blown up a little bit. It says, "I was once a little child who longed for other worlds, but I am no more a child, for I have known fear. I have learned to hate." How tragic then is, I guess I'm not, (laughs) I wasn't really reading that right. So how, how tragic then is youth, which lives with enemies, with gallows ropes. Yet I still believe I only sleep today that I will wake up a child again and start to laugh and play. And keep in mind, people, this is at an airport. So you have to ask yourself, uh, what the fuck? But one thing that sticks out to me is, So in the beginning, they're saying I was once a little child who longed for other worlds, but I'm no more a child for I have known for. So it you could interpret that as the loss of innocence. And it may be Mm -hmm. neither here nor there, but certain occult organizations, um, like particularly the uh, um, Aleister Crowley's type followers, one of their big things is sacrificing the innocence of children as part of their rituals. I don't know if I'm reading yeah, too much yeah. into this here, but that could be a representation of sacrificing a child's innocence. Yeah, that could be that could be part of it. It's sort of sort of a poem, I guess, but it's just 
how tragic then is youth, which lives with enemies with gallows ropes. Yet I still believe I only sleep today that I'll wake up a child again and start to laugh. And I, I don't really, I mean, what the heck dude, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm not quite sure what, what, what that's getting at. Yeah. I don't know what to make of that, but the, uh, the one, the rest of the mural is pretty creepy. And this one, this letter is vague enough to where you could read a lot of things into it. Uh, it could just be a, um, a statement on our modern society, which is, you know, a lot of fucked up stuff happens all over the world on a daily basis. So maybe they're, mm. you know, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, so let's, uh, you want to move on to the next one? Yeah. This is the second section of that mural. And I believe this is the last of the picture of these murals that we're talking about. Um, okay. What do you, what do you see here, ETA? I see all kinds of shit, man. There's, <laughs> there's a whole, there's a whole heap of stuff going on in this damn freaking mural. Yeah. A lot of stuff, a lot of stuff to break down. It looks like, uh, I mean, uh, peoples from all across the world, uh, celebrating, you know, in some way, shape or form, I suppose, uh, it, it has, um, in the very middle, it has uh, well, all right. So I, I guess the thing, the first thing that jumps out to me is that there's you know a big rainbow scrolling scrolling across this big uh, group of people. Mm -hmm. Most of the uh, the people are you know either shown from like the shoulders up or just their head, or there's only a couple of them that kind of show it somewhat full body. But these people are, are are definitely from all across the world and stuff because it shows different flags. It shows from from right uh, the um, Jerusalem flag, and I believe that is that the. Iran flag right next to it. I believe. Iran? I believe so. Yes. Or Saudi Arabia, maybe. Um, I forget well, to, to see those. Well, to see those two flags next to each other right there. Yeah. Bundling up uh, what looks like weapons. Yeah. I mean that definitely. Uh, that's a statement right there for sure. Right. And then and then you have um, a group of kids. It looks like a like a like a Cub Scout and somebody that could maybe. I, maybe be from the Middle East, I suppose. They're holding a uh, American flag that's uh, and another flag. I don't know what flag that is to be honest, because I can't see enough of it. Yeah, it looks like well, white, blue, and red. Yeah, I'm not sure which one is supposed to be. Is that the French flag? Uh, I don't think it's the French. Uh, well, it, it, that's what it reminded me of. But yeah. I wouldn't. I, the person holding the bundle on the other end doesn't. It wouldn't make sense. That that, that that doesn't look like a French person to me. Yeah, that person looks like they might be. Um kind of like from Southeast Asia, maybe from Thailand. It, it's kind of hard to tell some. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, they're, they're holding a bundle of swords. It looks like, and they look to be pretty happy about the it. The French flag. I just Googled it by the way is uh, left is blue. Middle is white. And the, to the right is red. Okay. So that's definitely not the French flag. Yeah. It wouldn't be the right sequence. Well, whatever. So anyways, um, yeah, there's people all over, all over this mural here uh, from different parts of the world, and it's obvious because you know the flags that are represented are uh, represented, um, and the, the, they're all bundling up uh, weapons, and it looks like they're, you know, turning in their weapons because because of peace, you know, yeah, because a peace has been has been achieved. It looks like at the very bottom there's that soldier that was depicted before, and it looks like a like a broken apart like concrete statue like laying on the ground now, kind of, you know. Yeah, and that's kind of an interesting detail. It's not a dead body like we saw in some of the other ones. It's mm -hmm. literally a broken statue, which to me screams that, you know, this is symbolism for something else. Because if it wasn't a symbol, then it wouldn't be a statue. It would just be a person, right? Mm -hmm. And Yeah, and also it has two white doves perched on top of it. Yeah, on, on top of his broken gun. Oh, I th we forgot to mention yeah. what his face looked like in the other mural. Let's touch on that real quick. To me, it looks like a zombie oh. with this big, gross-looking mouth, I guess. What do you... <laughs> to me, it looked like a gas mask. Okay, but it doesn't stick off of his face. It looks like it's part of his face. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, just wanted to throw that out there real quick. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so this one, it seems pretty clear that the world has overcome evil, I guess, is what they're trying to say here. And a lot of these flags are, it looks like countries that are normally enemies. Like you have Great Britain and Ireland who have a history of feuding with each other and that kind of stuff. So they're wrapping yeah. up their weapons and they're, you know, they're happy. You got kids look like they're playing instruments and singing. You got all the weapons are either bundled up or broken. Um, I'm, I'm not seeing anything. Oh, there's oh, also there's banners that say, it looks like it says peace in multiple different languages, but this one, um, I'm not seeing too much weird stuff here beyond uh, the fact that it's juxtaposed to the other painting, but this is what you might expect from, even though the guy in the middle is still a little out of place, like this broken statue, that's kind of a little bit 
odd to have it at an airport, but it's not nearly as bad as the one that preceded it. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. And like the, the uh, there's there's so much damn stuff going on with these morals, and I, I did it again. <laughs> these morals, these murals, hot dog. <laughs> so, anyways, but the the uh, everything all together is is uh, what kind of like like. It just like you got the statue, you got those gargoyles, you know, you got, you got uh, some weird stuff being depicted in these murals, you yeah. know? Um, and then you have the runways that, you know, kind of, I guess you could say it looks like a swastika mm-hmm. and, and then, you know, everything all together. It's like, there's, there's so much stuff going on with this airport. I, I kind of lean towards the, the belief that, that, yeah, there, there's, I think there is some stuff underground here. I think that this airport is, uh, so far over budget because of that, you know yeah. what I mean? When it was originally built. Yeah. I, I think that's I would, a particular reason why. I would agree with that for sure. There's really no way to evaluate whether that bunker is for military officials because they do have bunkers spread throughout the country in case of like a nuclear Holocaust or something so that the leadership of the country can go hide there. Um, or if it's a bunker now, if you Denver international, from what I understand is a transportation hub that a lot of flights will go through and it's at a higher elevation, so if there was some sort of calamity, it might be out of the way of floods and things. So it would be the perfect location for elites to bug out to. But whether it's for governments or elites or whatever, I definitely think there's some bunkers hiding under there for sure. Because like you, you mentioned earlier, they did build buildings and then they covered over those buildings almost as, you know, like they were building them underground. And they said, oh, that's just the baggage system or whatever. Don't worry, nothing to see here. We just buried those because we didn't need them anymore or whatever. But it, it seems pretty obvious that they're hiding at least a bunker in plain sight. And all of this strange symbolism, the New World Order, the, you know, the stonemasons, and I don't, I don't really know what to make of it. Like we mentioned earlier, it's really hard to find a good piece of solid evidence to sink your teeth into. Yeah, yeah, it is. And, and you know, one other strange thing that just kind of popped in my head, too, is from what I understand, the, the Queen of England has, has actually bought up a substantial amount of land surrounding the airport. Oh, yeah. I heard about that, which is... You remember hearing about that? Yeah. <laughs> which kind of leads it's you to like, believe. Huh? <laughs> In Colorado? Yeah. For what? Maybe <laughs> she's... There's nothing out there really besides the airport. She's really into marijuana, I guess. I don't know. Shit, yeah. Maybe she was planning ahead for the future. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's, it, there's not really anything solid you can put your finger on for this one. Besides the fact that either money was embezzled or there's and or there's a bunker. But uh, um, I don't know. I guess that's that's really all I had to say about the uh, the old Denver airport thing. Me too. Thanks for listening. You can follow the show on Twitter at AlienConPod. We also have an email address, AlienConPod at ProtonMail.com.